Doug Terrell, History and Comment is available on iTunes. Hello friends, I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for Wednesday, June 8th, 2022. This is podcast episode number 201. You can go back and download any of the past episodes from your favorite outlet. I suggest you link one to your friends page as part of your birthday greetings. We live on a planet that is quite geologically active. Our core is mostly molten iron and nickel. The Earth's rotation and radioactive decay continue to keep the core extremely hot, estimated to be between 6 and 10,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Regularly, this inner material breaks to the surface, causing catastrophic effects. In 1783, a volcano on Iceland begins an eight-month eruption. The food supply on the island is scarce for the next seven years. The lakey eruption and its aftermath caused a drop in global temperatures as 120 million tons of sulfur dioxide was spewed into the northern hemisphere. This caused crop failures in Europe and may have caused droughts in North Africa and India. Keep this in mind when some alarmist claims humans are causing long-term effects. The natural forces in play have far greater effects than what we could possibly do. James Madison could be debated as one of the most important founding fathers and certainly was the author and leading proponent of the Constitution. But there was a lot of skepticism. On this day in 1789, he introduces 12 amendments, 10 of which will become the Bill of Rights. The Constitution would never have passed without them. Robert Taylor was born in 1868. He will attend at Massachusetts Institute of Technology as an architect. Professionally, he will design much of Tuskegee Institute and be second there behind Booker T. Washington. The Antiquities Act is signed into law in 1906. This protected cultural and historical parcels of federal land, mostly native archaeological sites. Universal Pictures is incorporated in 1912. One of the results was the actors being credited and stars were formed. Broadcaster Gordon McLendon was born in 1921. Among his list of notable credits, he is believed to have commercially perfected the Top 40 radio format. He was also noted for his play-by-play of baseball. Actor and comedian Jerry Stiller was born in 1927. Half of the comic duo of Stiller and Mira in the 1960s and 70s, he also played George's father on Seinfeld. Jerry is also the father of actor Ben Stiller. Kenneth Wilson, Ph.D., was born in 1936. Wilson received a Nobel Prize for his work studying what happens when materials change phases. The process, like ice changing to water and later steam. There's a lot of things happening on the minute level. Fascinating stuff, but difficult to explain or make interesting in a 10-second clip. Maybe we should note that water's unique property to become less dense in the solid phase and float is a lifesaver for fish in cold climates. The Australian cities of Sydney and Newcastle are shelled by Japanese submarines in 1942. Ferdinand Porsche assembles his first high-end car in 1948. Porsche was an Austrian and got caught up in German affairs. Prior to World War II, Hitler had him design the people's car. The few will be built during the war. Singer, songwriter, and guitarist Robert Skaggs is 78 today. Before his solo work as Boz Skaggs, he was a member of the Steve Miller Band. Miller and Skaggs attended high school and college together. George Orwell's novel, 1984, is published in 1949. Orwell leaned heavily towards socialism, 
but saw issues with a strong central government. In 1984, and his other work, Animal Farm, should be required reading. When you consider that 1984 was published in a far more isolated society, it's near prophetic of today's world, where Big Brother can see so much of our lives. Another Welsh native, Bonnie Tyler, is 71. Her 80s hit, It's a Heartache, is one of the largest selling singles from the period. Tyler is a stage name. Her birth name, Gaynor Hopkins. Patron saint of cubicle dwellers everywhere, Scott Adams is 65. His cartoon strip, Dilbert, is spot on if you've ever worked in an office, but the humor is missed by most other folks. The U.S. Postal Service attempts to deliver mail from a submarine to a land base in Florida via missile in 1959. The idea had been discussed and attempts made as early as 1910. The test was successful, but the system was not practical. Topeka, Kansas is hit by an F-5 tornado in 1966. This is the first to exceed $100 million in damages. But numbers like this are deceiving, as inflation must be factored in. $10 in 1966 did not equal the same amount 20 years earlier, nor 20 years later. The National Football League and the American Football League agree to merge in 1966. The merger will take effect in 1970. James Earl Ray is arrested in London in 1968, two months after he shot Dr. Martin Luther King. Ray had fled to Canada and then bounced around Europe. He was trying to get out of England on a false passport to South Africa when he was arrested. Associate Press photographer Nick Ute captures the scene of a small Vietnamese child burned by napalm in 1972. The photo wins a Pulitzer Prize. Children are innocent and should be protected and shielded from many things. For one, they cannot mentally or physically deal with them. Growing up in a war-torn country is no place for a child, but it often cannot be escaped. America was in South Vietnam trying to improve the prospects for the country. Turning a corner, Congress is up on their stump over Uvalde, Texas. Again, a tragic scene that should not involve children. But putting a schoolchild in front of cameras as an expert witness is propaganda. Children should never be used as pawns in the political game. Congress's efforts are at best posturing. Sometime about 3,000 years ago, we were given the Decalogue or Ten Commandments, clearly and specifically stating that murder is forbidden. Even if a person wishes to ignore the divine nature of the commands, they certainly are good social practice. We can even invoke the idea of natural law along the lines of the golden rule. If I would not want an act done to me, and I call it wrong, I should not do it to another person. On a closing note, Carlton, California resident Vicki Umodu thought if the free sofa on Craigslist was a good deal. When she got home, she found one of the cushions lumpy. Investigating, she found a number of envelopes stuffed inside containing $36,000 in cash. Yumodu called the seller and told them of the fine and returned the cash. For her efforts, she received a $2,200 reward. They could have at least made it 10 or 15%. Yumodu plans to buy a refrigerator. That's history and comment for the 8th day of June. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go and do something worth remembering.